So I have this theory mm-hmm. that and I'm good for theories. Every day that we wake up, we're all essentially pursuing two things in some form or another. Mm-hmm. Success and fulfillment. Got it. We all want to be successful at whatever we do, mainly because we, we want to live comfortably, right? Mm-hmm. And But we want to be satisfied, fulfilled, at least enjoy mm-hmm. our life, mm-hmm. right? And so that's what we're talking about today. Success and fulfillment and how we can possibly get to the point of being on the path to achieving both of those things. And we got we to gotta ask ourselves what, what success is, right? Of course. All right. Episode 37 of the Beyond the Cubicle podcast coming at you after the intro. Um, Social media. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at This Is BTC. Hit the like buttons. Always. We're on YouTube as well. Search Beyond the Cubicle. And uh, you'll see us right there. You'll see our icon. Mm-hmm. Um, man, we only got like, one more episode before we end uh, in 2018, man. Dude, yeah, it's been it's been a great year. It's been a great year. Very blessed, and thank you for all the people that have supported, written in, and are staying connected with us. Thank you very much. Keep us in your prayers. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we hope we're adding some value to your life uh, each week as well. Success and fulfillment, man. Like th- this is a topic that is. Um, very prescient for me mm-hmm. uh, just because of where I am. Like I said, you know, I'm, I'm 38, I'm approaching 40. Um, and, and in society, we seem to put weight on these numbers of ages and things at certain milestones or whatever. So, mm-hmm. and I'm not immune to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, a, a lot of, a lot of the remaining parts of 2018, the latter part of 2018, I've been doing a lot of self-evaluation. And just the things that I'm pursuing and where I hold my values and things like that. And the topic of success and being fulfilled in life has come up frequently in my in my self-evaluation. Mm-hmm. Mainly, how do we define success? Because what I'm seeing a lot today, um, especially with our, our younger generation, even us young adults, and even older, older um, our OGs. We all got it. We all got it, man. Yeah, we're we're starting to um, judge ourselves against the success of others so harshly, based on what we see of them, based on the presentation that they give us, Ooh. that we feel like we're failing. And we don't know how fake that presentation is. It's, yeah. It's straight fake. Or, or, or even if it's real, we don't know what it took for them to get there. And so, Unreal. Yeah, and so we, we begin to develop these unrealistic expectations of what success mm. and what it means to be fulfilled is. Mm. And so I wanted to really let us dig yep. into this today, yep. especially as it relates to our people who are... Um, on the career path and in the employment field and kind of in the corporate structure and that type of thing, right? Right. I think, and and, and I'll just share a real a quick story. Uh-huh. Um, and because we talk about work a lot yeah, we when we're in this. Um, I was blessed. I think I was like in my 40s, early 40s, when I got a chance to be a vice president of a multi-million dollar company. Mm-hmm. Dude, I was stoked. But I will tell you, my life's journey had done one of these all the way up. Right. 
So I call my pop, and, you know, anybody that knows my dad, uh, he grounds our whole generation spiritually. So we love talking to him. And what had happened was I had gone to the bathroom and come out. Mm-hmm. And my pop, we had a bunch of, jo- bunch of jokes and whatever. I said, Dad, man, he just made me a vice president. He said, congratulations. He said, what did you learn? You know, what, 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 how are you feeling? He said, well, and I told him, because we're silly, I said, uh, I still had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so the fake thing about success, and this is the uh, one that I, I don't like about television. Right. Television always shows these moguls, and they're doing this and that. It never shows the journey in their life mm-hmm. to when they get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've met some God-fearing, and everybody wants to put all the business leaders in the same bowl, but I've met some God-fearing, awesome CEOs. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, when they tell you their story, they actually, quite a few of them are pretty humble. Mm. Because you don't just get there automatically. Right. You, gotta, you lose some. Uh, you get your shorts burned off in certain situations. So I would like to see people reject more of the TV version of success mm. and actually define success for themselves. And, and real quick, just expound on what you mean when you say the TV version of success. Mm-hmm. When, when, when we watch television uh-huh. and we see a successful person, for instance, I did a study years ago on TV shows and how unrealistic they were financially. And so I took Sex in the uh, City, you know, yeah. Carrie Bradshaw and her little girls, yeah. and they're drinking Cosmos, and they've got the Manolo Blahnik shoes on, and they're Manhattan, whatever. But she's a writer for a paper. Well, I took that actual salary dollar, which is about $78,000 a year, and there's no way you can buy $1,000 shoes and drink Manhattans every day, hanging out the bar with your girls on $78,000 in New York City. And just to add some of the nerd accounting <laughs> on top of that... <laughs> Seventy-eight thousand. Yeah, you're getting way less with taxes, especially in New York City. Every show, the lawyer shows, have these guys living beachside, making six figures. Now, six figures is nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, but he doesn't live in a beachside condo on the water in Miami for a hundred and two thousand dollars a year. No. So, with with the, the what the television has us do, there's a I, unrealistic I expectation of success. I get you. And go to the rap guys. Yeah. I, I mean, you. take take all of our ages. This is not just an age thing, a millennial no, thing. It's no. all of us. Our view of success is is wilted. It's 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 weird. Yeah. So so what so what I wanted to do because I, I found I found this article and it just really struck me. Right. Mm-hmm. It's on uh, Business Business Insider. Okay. And the uh, the title is uh, How Nine Incredibly Successful People Define Success. Okay. And I would say the people that you're going to hear, these are people that we definitely consider to be highly successful. Okay. Right? All right. All right. So, um, Huffington Post founder, Ariana Huffington, says that money and power aren't enough. Her direct quote, to, to live the lives we truly want and deserve and not just the lives we settle for, we need a third metric. Okay. A third metric of success goes beyond the two metrics of money and power. And this third metric consists of four pillars. Okay. Well-being, wisdom, wonder, and giving. So that's Ariana Huffington's uh, definition of success. Okay. okay. She, she's done okay she's done, she's done pretty good. <laughs> okay. You know. Uh, legendary basketball coach John Wooden. Ooh. Okay. The dean of coaches. The dean of coaches. All right, all right. His his definition is success is peace of mind, which is a direct result of self-satisfaction in knowing that you did your best Ooh. to become the best you are capable of becoming. Ooh. 
That's John Wooden. Mm. Zappos. I shop a lot on Zappos because they carry my size. I wear a size 15 shoe. Not so easy to go in the stores. He's a big dude, He's a bro. Big dude. <laughs> <laughs> sure I am, you know. I've been wearing a 15 since I was 14. You know, so, hey. So, Zappos CEO, uh, Tony, oh, my God, I'm going to butcher his last name, Hasai. Mm-hmm. Um, he says that success is about living in accordance with your values, right? Mm. Your personal core values define who you are. Mm-hmm. And a company's core values ultimately define the company's character, okay? Mm. For individuals, character is destiny. Whoa. Okay, so that's his okay. definition right. of success. My Angelou, the GOAT. That's what I'm talking about, right? All times. Right. She believed that success was about enjoying your work. Her direct quote, success is liking yourself, mm. liking what you do, mm. and liking how you do it. Mm. That's her definition of success. Winston Churchill. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot that's come out about Winston Churchill here in the, in the recent years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, his, 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 his... He had certain proclivities. Yeah. The way that people <laughs> view him historically is kind of shifting a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, anyway... Yeah. But his, he believed that success was about being relentless. Um, okay. His direct quote, success is going from failure to failure without losing enthusiasm. Mm. Okay. That sounds like a Thomas Edison thing, man. Yeah, right. Um, Richard Branson. Oh, man. You know. He is one of my favorite real-time leaders. Yeah. Awesome dude. Yeah. So he believes sex is a, sex. success is about engagement. His direct quote, my definition of success, the more you actively and practically engage, the more successful you will feel. Love it. Okay. Love it. Um, Deepak Chopra mm. believes that success is a matter of constant growth. Success in life could be defined as a continued expansion of happiness and a progressive realization of worthy goals. So okay. that's him. All right. Thomas Edison. Mm-hmm. You just mentioned him. Mm-hmm. Um, his quote, and we've I've heard this one a lot. Success is one percent inspiration, ninety nine percent perspiration. Mm-hmm. So it's about the grind. Good to bring it. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Covey, last one. That's one of my guys, yeah. man. Author of the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Oh man, he's amazing. Yeah, amazing. His direct quote. Well, he he believes success is deeply individual. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you care, his direct quote, if you carefully consider what you want to be said of you in your funeral experience, let me say that again. (laughs) (laughs) Stephen Covey's direct quote, Mm -hmm. if you carefully consider what you want to be said of you Mm -hmm. in your funeral experience, (laughs) you will find your definition of success. Mm -hmm. Interesting. When they roll you out, when you go away, what they gonna say? Uh, yeah, yeah. And 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 you know what? That goes back to: Did you make a difference? Right. I still think success is bigger than what we've been told it is. Absolutely. You know, did you make a difference? Yeah. I know we always talk about it, all the guys we hang out with. Did we make a difference? Mm-hmm. Did, you know, when we're gone, mm-hmm. I got this buddy back in Detroit, and he he's always been working in civic areas and and whatever. And he says something a little strong one day, cracks us up. He says. If you are not doing something, and he works in the black community strong, mm-hmm. to help our people, you're wasting air. Wow. That's strong. Why are you here? Mm-hmm. 
And then if you get into the other reasons why you're not helping people, and I'll just, he's, you know, he works in the community, but I'm saying this about anybody, whatever race you are, yeah. if you're not helping somebody and making a difference on this planet, why are you using air? Right. Because you, the, the, the systems of, of carbon dioxide back to oxygen, God created this world, there's a give and take. Mm -hmm. You're just taking. Mm. Yeah, you're not putting into this. Right. So somewhere in your definition of your personal success, there's got to be a give back. There's got to be a circle. There's got to be something where you actually made a difference because you breathe. Right. Otherwise, you know, why are you here? And the thing that struck me about all nine of those, mm -hmm. that all nine of them were distinctly different. Yeah. <laughs> right. And yeah. And so the the, the opening question for the first part about success and fulfillment is success, right? What what is our definition of success? Well, if I'm if I'm taking hints from all nine of these these people that we consider highly successful, we'll say the definition of success is extremely personal. And yes. it yeah. requires it requires and, and, and I think this this is gonna kinda come into some of the tips, but it requires kind of what we talked about the last episode. It requires a deeper understanding of who you are and who you want to be. Yeah. Because the gap in between those will kind of start to define what you consider success along the way. And, and it'll set up your journey. Now, yeah, and, and here's yeah. the other thing. So success and fulfillment are not always one and the same. No. As a matter of fact, I think, and we, we kind of talked about this briefly, um, and, and, and I could be convinced otherwise, but I personally feel like success and fulfillment are like joy and happiness, right? Where happiness is a journey. It's not really a destination. Mm -hmm. And along the way, you have moments of joy that keep propelling you towards happiness. Towards happiness, mm -hmm. right? And so I, f I think I feel the same way about success and fulfillment. Fulfillment is a journey. And along the way, you have successes that continue to propel you and help you find fulfillment in life. And and, and I'll, I'll play with that. Fulfillment, I believe, is that same journey because in the pursuit of you, mm -hmm. you can feel fulfilled even if you have not achieved or attained. In other words, I know I'm going the right direction. Okay. Yeah. You know, we're working on so many projects. Yeah. Well, we haven't knocked them all out yet. No, no. But, man, I'm fulfilled every time we get a, 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 a mastermind group together. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, Dude, I'm okay. sitting here yeah. going in the right direction. Okay. Yeah. So we're working in fulfillment, but this is a couple of successes we haven't had yet. I, we're still I, I can rock. I can rock with that. Yeah. I can yeah. rock with that heavy. And so so I think if, if we start there, man, where we, we kind of tell people, like, the success that we see other people having, mm -hmm. right, we shouldn't judge our, our particular success or lack thereof or where we where we are based on, not so harshly at least, based on the successes of other people that we see. Um, mm -hmm. It's like, oh well, yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> like, we, we do that. Yeah, cause, and, and, and it, it, it makes me sad because I, like, I'm, I'm guilty of it too. We, we all are, man. We live in a very visual society. Yeah. People are hyped. I used to watch the Lifetime of the Rich and Famous. It was oh, man. years ago, Robin, Robin Leach. Leach. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let me tell you what I did, man. I knew I was never going to be rich and famous. Mm -hmm. But I saw where they went on vacation. Yeah. And I started going on vacation where I saw them. Mm. And this blew me away. I found out I could actually afford to go. <laughs> and I'm not rich or famous. Yeah. 
I'm like, oh, so what you're telling us will never be them. I'm okay being me. Yeah. Just show me what they're, I can enjoy that. I can do this. Now, I can't buy 10 of them like right. they do, right. but I can have that same enjoyment. So, uh, enjoyment. So what I think a lot of times we see, and the media pushes on it, and society pushes us on it, uh, uh, pushes us to it, is that in order to be successful, I've got to be like them. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying it is exactly opposite that. You got to be like you. So before we get into suggestions and tips and things like that, mm -hmm. what what is, I guess, well, we just talked about it, but fulfillment. Mm -hmm. What what do you think fulfillment is for you? For me, it's moving along the path that I know I'm supposed to go. Mm -hmm. I talk to God every day. It's just the direction. He has given me gifts, and I believe God has given all of us gifts, and they're different. Mm -hmm. But if I'm functioning in my gift or my talent, whatever that is, and I'm on that path, still wobbly, okay, you want me to go here or there, but I'm functioning on that path, I feel kind of fulfilled when I wake up in the morning. I'm happy to have something in front of me. I don't have an answer. My faith grabs that. But I'm on that path. Mm -hmm. You know, we're building television shows and media outlets right. and plays and getting to different stations to do whatever. We haven't gotten them all yet. Right. But we're on that path. That's fulfilling. When you're writing something and you're developing something, yeah, I've watched man. you write. Man, you're happy. Your eyes come alive. And the folks that don't know that you're a playwright kind of go, man, Brian do that? Well, you just thought he was this, you know, incredibly talented accounting dude. <laughs> yeah. This guy's got gifts. And when you're doing it, when I watch you, mm -hmm. there's a sense of contentment, even yeah. in the project. The process fulfills me. Because that's you coming out. Yeah. And what we missed, we, we've missed individualizing what success is. We've made it all about money and fame. Mm. And most of us aren't going to have the money or fame that they're telling us, which means we're always going to be dissatisfied with ourselves. When I was 16, yeah, I absolutely thought I was going to the NBA. I can still believe it. <laughs> Just saying. Right? Dude, I would run behind you on any line, bro. Now, here's the funny thing. Here's, here's the funny thing. Looking back now, yeah. I was not set up for that. I had not even put myself in position right. for that or worked for it or, right. or, like, done the thing necessary to get there. Right. It was just I had some level of talent at basketball. Right. I was pretty good. Right. And I thought I was going. Right? Yeah, not so much. Right? And, but I think what I had mostly fallen in love with at the time was my favorite basketball player is Michael Jordan. I saw the international acclaim that he had, and I was like, man, that must be cool because I, I, I saw his lifestyle. Yeah. As I've gotten older and worked and experienced and seeing, like, absolutely how hard it is to even make the salary that I make now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, yeah. and, and, this, and this is not me saying I'm settling for less. Yeah. But I've come to... To mark as something of success for me mm. is just getting to a level of comfort financially mm. Mm -hmm. where I can, this is one of my success points, mm -hmm. where I can take care of my family and myself comfortably without struggling to be able to do other things that, you know, satisfy me and help other people. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that that that's 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 one of the things that I consider as a point of success. And that allows you to be you can be fulfilled in that journey. Right.
Absolutely. Yes, I can be. And 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 part of that is is me is working towards my fulfillment. This week what I what I kind of discovered after my wife asked me the question about like what my ideal self is. Mm-hmm. Right? I've I've kind of figured out what I believe at this particular point in my life. Mm-hmm. Um fulfillment means to me. And for me, I think fulfillment means being able to find more points of joy mm-hmm. in what I'm doing than not. Got if it. that makes sense. Got it. Right. Meaning, on any journey, you're going to have peaks and valleys. Right. Mm-hmm. I want to have more peaks than I do valley. And that collection, to me, that collection of joyous points and, and, and stops along the way will equal fulfillment to me. Um, that makes so much sense. There's, there's, there's biblical support for that too. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. God gives us ability to get through something a day at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe, and, and I listen to your talk. I know where you're going with your stuff and, and we'll talk about different perspectives around spirituality, yeah. but I always notice a spiritual bent to the stuff you're working on. Yeah. Okay. If that's the case, that is a noble path. One that that the divine hand can actually help you in. Mm-hmm. So you will achieve that as long as you wake up every day moving that, kind of like a GPS, as long as your GPS is slave to that direction. I think the challenge is for us that we all don't find that spot and we're letting somebody else dictate what that should be. Right. I think that's the, the, the point. Being able to define your success. Mm-hmm. Here are some tips. Mm-hmm. Understand your and 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 I'm just gonna let's put it off the rip. Mm-hmm. Being able to define your self, define success for yourself, starts with understanding who you are and where you are at today. Yes, am I right on that? Absolutely, I'm with. I'm there. So some suggestions and tips, right? Self reflection first. Self reflection first. Absolutely. You have to evaluate yourself. Absolutely. And where you are now, in order to fix. Just like you say, it's like a GPS. Yep. If I'm trying to get, you know, and we're in Houston, right? Mm-hmm. So, and we both live kind of southwest. Mm-hmm. If I'm on the southwest side of Houston, and I need to get to the northeast side, mm-hmm. right? First, I have to figure out where I am, and I know where I am. And I'm at home. Or I'm somewhere in my area, and I'm looking at a map. Okay, I need to go X, Y, and Z. You can't know where you're going until you first figure out where you are, right? And for context, I got to throw this in there. I looked yeah. this up the other week. Uh-huh. Do you know the city of Houston, Texas, is one half the size of the state of Rhode Island? Get the heck out of here. Yep. Jeez. Square miles. So that's why you can get lost going from the southwest. <laughs> if you're not from Houston, guys, nobody yeah. from different sides of town goes to the other side of town. It's yeah, too big. It's too far. It's like an hour and a half. Six hundred some square miles. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Um, but here's here's some suggestions, right? Yep. Understand your desires. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, understand your values, your own personal values, and how it relates to work. In this particular sense, we're talking about work. Love it. Uh, understand your fears. Mm. That's a challenge for me. Mm. Understand your fears. And 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 for for us men, mm-hmm. turn off your macho and get real. That's it. Oh, real. We are all scared of something. Yeah. <laughs> it might just be failure, but yeah. we're scared of something. Uh, set smart goals. Mm-hmm. Yep. Love it. Uh, 
Don't judge yourself harshly based on the success of others. Mm. It's okay to admire. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to admire, get ideas for a template, but don't judge your success or your failures based on that of others. Talking to a millennial last week, mm -hmm. a millennial person, love them to death. They are talented beyond whatever. Mm -hmm. But they said, I'm out of school. I have three people that came out in my cohort for the most part. Mm -hmm. And two of them are way, way ahead of where I am. Mm -hmm. It was a person of faith. Mm -hmm. So, of course, I was able to say, uh, where does God want you to be? Mm -hmm. Because you're looking at this one and this one, and they're doing this. Maybe he has a whole different thing for you that's going to blow the doors out of the gifts he's given you. Yeah. But they were definitely looking at somebody else they came out of school with to uh, have that discussion about yeah. where they were versus, you know, where I am. Yeah, man. And that is a dangerous place to be. That'll make yeah. you feel depressed about yourself. Yeah, it will. So, so and one more thing I'll throw in here, and this one probably starts to go more towards fulfillment too, but um, think about the impact you want to have. Mm -hmm. Right. And impact does not mean like a world impact. You know, not in my mind. Always, I, I, I kind of like to think local sometimes. When I say local, I mean like in my household, mm -hmm. <laughs> in myself, mm -hmm. you know. When you go? Yeah. Like, what's the impact that I will have had on my children, mm -hmm. my, my, my spouse, uh, my family around me, my mm -hmm. friend circle? And from there, man, honestly, whatever impact you have there, uh -huh. it kind of radiates out uh -huh. if if it's a good impact, you know? I like what Cubby Cub said, man. Yeah. What they going to say when they roll you away? <laughs> That's the impact you made. Yeah. And, and dude, it ain't, it ain't money. I keep going back to money yeah. because that's being shoved down our throats it right really now. Is. By the way, if you, if you make an impact, mm -hmm. usually you pick up a little money. Yeah. If you make because you're not, you're not focused on no, it. No, usually you pick up a little bit. Mm -hmm. But, man, they're, they're killing us with the imagery, and our, our young folks are coming out trying to get that instantly, yeah. and it doesn't happen that way. No. So. Um, to round it out, like all the stuff that we talked about, the suggestions that we just gave, mm -hmm. whatever, um, you know, I think point to helping us define, like helping us with our personal definition of success, mm -hmm. to round it out, to me, all those things apply to fulfillment too. Mm -hmm. But then if you also um, expound on the impact you have, that impact does not have to be at work, but it, not just at work, but you also consider the outside influences of work, right? Absolutely. Because if we're, if we're talking a lot about just, you know, uh, finding success in career, this is where we spend most of our time. Working. Right? Um, then you also have to worry about the outside influences because those things affect how you perform at work, mm -hmm. right? And so having an impact not just at work but also having an impact in your personal lives outside of that space with your parents, with your children, mm -hmm. with your spouse or your significant other, with your friend circle mm -hmm. um, and, and that type of thing, you know, I think it's, it's, it's key that you focus on making sure you have impacts in those other areas outside of work as well. Um, I think to your point, I think we were created to have an impact in several different spheres, not just at work. Absolutely. I know the young guys that we work with and we're talking to the, the young mentoring group, mm -hmm. that's an impact. It's not in the workspace. Nah. We don't get paid for it. Nah. But those I, young guys appreciate those conversations and that time spent. And I'm fulfilled doing it. Yep. Yeah. And it's a, so 
what are you doing to make a difference? And I still say if we go there, man, the feeling of success. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember I spent some time volunteering at a facility where there's, you know, I'm talking to these kids. And I had some similar experiences. and They were going through some rough times. And I remember it was a Sunday, and this kid was crying. First of all, he's really hard and tough because he's a city kid. And then he broke down before it was over, and I found out he had been abused, all the stuff that happened to him. And he's crying, and I'm crying. He's knots all over my shirt. And mm. I go to work the next morning, man, I'm feeling like a million bucks. Yeah. And then the boss comes out, and he is a complete horse's rear end. I mean, dude, dude, if murder was not, you know, <laughs> didn't have that thing. <laughs> yeah. Homie would have been gone a long time ago. <laughs> but you know what didn't irritate me? I remember this kid that's knotted all over my shirt. Yeah. And I made a difference in his life. I'm like, man, forget you. Yeah. In my mind. I didn't need to, I, I didn't feel belittled right. because someplace else I was getting valued. I got you. So success, we can't, and we talk about work all the time. I mean, that's what we talk about. But we can't be so locked into work that we forget that we can be successful with our family, with our kids in our church systems, youth systems, uh, communities. Um, there are points of success when we're helping people. Man, you know, Mother Teresa didn't make a ton of money, but man, she was she had impact. So that's kind of where we got to go with that. Gotcha. So this has been our discussion on success and fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Um, man, we you know we hope that this kind of helps spark some thoughts about kind of defining your 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 personal success. Right. And that we just, as a collective um, society, just kind of start to move away from always judging our own successes and failures so harshly against that of others. Yes. And that we focus on the things that we desire and where we want to be and who we want to be uh, more than anything. Absolutely. And just the big picture, and we say it a lot, you have to connect to something that's bigger than yourself. Mm. For many of us, that's on a spiritual level. For others, that may be, um, you know, just, um, you know, doing things that, you know, that are practical and rational for you. Mm-hmm. All right. Episode number 37 of the Beyond the Cubicle podcast in the books. 37 of these. 37, man. Oh, man, this is great. We're yeah. blessed out there. You guys stay tuned in. By the way, uh, uh, give us feedback. Yep. Uh, send us notes back in. We get a lot of good questions. Uh, we actually, you know, try to help as many people as we can if they are working through an issue. We don't Absolutely. put you on blast, but we definitely can let you be the uh, beneficiary of a couple of things that we've learned along the way. Absolutely. Usually the hard way, but uh, bless you guys. All right, we'll see you guys next week for the last episode of 2018. Man. Take care. Hmm.